Welcome to Babes of Quinty. I'm Katie and that's Kay. We are your underqualified babes chatting with qualified people to learn more about the baddest and brightest people and events in the Quinty area. But first, let's catch up. Where are you? Show me your face. <laughs> You're going to laugh at me. Why? It's Well, because I have my hair up in a t-shirt because I don't put my hair in towels. Oh, it's like the cotton thing. Yeah, it's not good. It's cute. How you feeling, bug? <laughs> not good. Not good. Okay, no. tell the listeners what's up. Hi, everybody. I have COVID. For the third time. I fucking hate everything. And I just realized, too, that I'm going to miss uh, my friend's baby shower this weekend. No. Yeah, so I'm going to cry a little bit probably right after this and then um order adult diapers to her house because that's my go-to oh. baby shower gift because you need adult diapers after you give birth yeah because yeah the whole yeah. situation after giving birth like people do not talk about and adult diapers are like the best thing we should have in like a um a midwife that or like a uh delivery nurse my mom did that for like 25 years yeah but you say your mom won't be on the podcast probably not so she also worked mental health like honestly my mom would be a great guest she'd be such a good guest yeah because she just retired from mental health nursing at bgh and she worked in timmins for 25 years in labor and delivery shit that's what we need man yeah i know she's such good vibes Good vibes. Good for her. And she's retired. Can't wait. Okay. So what's (laughs) new besides you have COVID you've been at home. I haven't seen you in a week, literally a week. Cause it started as just like, I was like gaslighting myself for a while. Cause I thought I was just anxious and, um, sorry, Cole just emailed me. Um, yeah. So I thought I was just anxious and I was gaslighting myself and I was like, okay, I'm sick. I'm feeling sick because I'm anxious about this like women in business seminar thing that we did last week. Um, Yeah. And then it just turned into a fever and I've had a fever for like six days. I think when I first, the I've only had COVID once, not no brag, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but the fever was really rough. The fever is rough with COVID. Yeah. It's like, not going away and then I have like body chills and like I'm sweating through I've like changed my shirt like eight times today because I can't stop sweating you're a champion but you slept yeah well a little bit and let's see what do I have to tell you what do you have to tell me I've been at work um how's that going it's going need to edit this episode still we're recording this and then I'm going to go finish editing it. Um, I move next Tuesday. Very exciting. Exciting. Um, I feel like I had more to tell you, but I can't remember. It's just been a chaotic like month. Been this morning. I, I remember talking to Jeanette on the phone and then I thought I hung up on her like an hour later, I was like, did I just hang up on her and stop speaking? But no, it turns out I didn't. We did end the conversation. And today is my mom's birthday. So oh, shout out happy to birthday, Martha. Martha. And we're going to the Lark. So I finally get to eat at the Lark, which is very exciting. 
Um, Let me know how that goes. I will. And then that's really it. We're in the office. I went to a, a shout out to Quinty Women in Business. I went to a, net, a speed networking last night, which was really fun. I met some cool people. It sounds like speed dating. It was, but with networking. Did you uh, hand out our cool business cards? Yeah, but I didn't take enough. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll take like five because how many people really want my card? But then this was like, you were just handing out business cards. So a lot of people took a picture of our business card. So that's cool. And <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's really it this weekend. It's like getting into cozy season. Well, I guess we're in cozy season, but it's been really freaking hot. Yeah, I need it to cool down so I can make more soup. Yeah, I made carrot ginger soup on the weekend. Shit, that sounds good. Okay, maybe it'll kill you or drop some off. I need um, like a good like butternut squash soup ooh. or like potato leek. I love potatoes. So versatile. Um, so this week's guest, we called Super in a excited. We called in a fun one. And it's just like a very wholesome episode. <laughs> Shockingly. Such a wholesome episode. He's like one of my favorite people. Yeah, I feel like you two are tight. So that was fun. Yeah, we text like a lot. That's cute. I like yeah. that. He, He's like, a vibe. He'll message me and he'll be like, I got logged out of my Facebook account. Please help me. And I'm like, okay. That was my favorite day when that <laughs> happened and you had to run upstairs. No, so I hope everyone enjoys this episode and we'll see you at the end of it or you'll hear us hey. at the end of it. Today, we are chatting with our first guest that is a Quinty local that decided to leave our little paradise. We try not to judge him too hard. He went to Nichols and Catholic School and had the pleasure of wearing a fun uniform. He then went to study radio, television, and film at Niagara College. You may recognize his voice from the morning show on Cool 100. He loves basketball and is currently part of the Canadian Elite Basketball Team and the Fraser Valley Bandits as the in-game host. He is very close with his family, and you may even see his mom, sister, and new niece and nephew around town. He recently got engaged and is living the hallmark dream on the west coast of Canada. Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, please welcome all the way from the west coast via Zoom, Chris Wigan. This is like legit, guys. We're doing coast to center of the country. I won't say coast to coast because we're not really on a coast. Yeah, we're definitely not on the coast. We're nowhere near we're the coast. In Ontario. Thanks for doing this. Yay. I need my snaps. Wow. My snaps button. Even um even Theodore and Penelope with a shout out. Are those yeah. their names? <laughs> yeah. Theo, yeah. Theo and Nelly. Those are the cutest names I've ever heard. Yeah. Good yeah. job. And they Pretty are fantastic. ridiculously cute. They are. Like, and you know, some people have ugly babies. They do. They you do. know, yeah. like, and not some kids too... have to like grow into it. Yeah, sometimes but they just... were really birthed into cute. They were. I mean, it's Katie and Andrew are both pretty good looking people, so they got the genes. Yeah, no, that was pretty easy for them. Can you tell someone if their baby's ugly? Is it all no. you always have to keep it a secret? Okay, that would... question's for you. I'm because you're a mother, so I would no, I would never, I do not recommend. I do know this one baby that has crazy eyebrows and I tell the parents that I love her eyebrows. That's so. different. Oh, it's my I favorite. Like your baby is interesting looking versus your baby is ugly. 
So when you say crazy eyebrows, do you mean like, like they're well put together, like adult eyebrows? Like put your eyebrows, Chris, on a baby. Oh, I have nice eyebrows? Yeah. Well, it's just like they're they very would be intense on a baby. They'd be intense okay, on a yeah, baby. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. And every time but, I go really? to like see these people, they're like, they show me the baby because it brings me so much joy. I'm like, her eyebrows. Sorry, got off track. <laughs> Katie, I have to correct you as well. It's the Fraser Valley. It's oh. not the Fraser Valley. Here's it's the thing. It's with the Z, though. No, it's not. Fuck off. Are you serious? No. Um, I'm pretty Frasier. sure your Facebook profile has it with a Z. If it does, I'm in big trouble. Please it's okay. I literally it. said my friend's <laughs> last name wrong. That's where I copied it from. I think I got in trouble a couple of times on the air. Jess is like, Fraser. I was like, okay. Maybe it's... I don't know. I'm just stupid. we have accents. Okay, are you ready for your first question? What'd you say? Are you ready for your first question? Yes, I'm ready. Are you raw-dogging happiness? Yes. Oh. Yes. What's that like? Tell us more. Raw-dogging happiness? You know, um, that's a difficult question to answer. You know, the feeling of sex without a condom. <laughs> no, I don't. And you, and you know how happy you are when, you know, you do it for the first time without a condom? No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you don't. Okay. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Katie, yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's, what, that's what it feels like. That's, what, so yeah, that's where my happiness level wow. is. Good for you. I can only imagine it being great. So, (laughs) yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, yeah, I don't, I think I heard once that you don't get to, you don't get to be like, you don't get to live. You don't get to feel a sense of like level of happiness until you leave your hometown. Well, I'm fully agree with that. Do I have to leave? I left and came back. I came back. Have you ever lived like outside? Like, well, you lived in Kingston, right? Live in Kingston. No. I, oh, oh, Katie. Me oh, or him? Me. I lived in Kingston and I lived in Peterborough. I would live so in Thailand counts. if I was allowed. I guess I'm allowed. Yeah, allowed I just... allowed to do anything. Yeah. I think my happiness level grew significantly when I left Timmins. You were in Timmins? Yeah, that's where I grew up. I didn't know that. Everyone is so shocked by that information. You and Shania. Yeah, she went to the same high school as me. Is there only one? No. Okay. There's about the, it's about the same size as Belleville. Really? Is it really? Yeah. It's just no in way. the middle of nowhere and there's yeah. lots of trees. How far from Belleville? Like 10 hours? Uh, Something like depending that? Depending on what route you take. Yeah. So I think it's um, like 800 kilometers. Don't get me wrong, like, you know, the landscape and the stuff you can do here. Beautiful. Just insane. Like, that helps. And um, having Kat along for the ride as well helps, too. So, um, okay. Can you tell us about her? Because I think she's absolutely lovely. I know. I knew this was going to come up. She makes everything better. Oh my God, stop. That's so cute. She does. I, okay, do you want me to tell the story? Because like, I want the whole story want, from the beginning. Yeah, we want it all. Because like, it's a little it's really stockish. <laughs> I love that. Kind of. Do it. Kind tell of. us. So, um, as you know, and you said in the intro, I'm a big basketball fan, um, and with that comes like going to watch the Raptors play. 
and she was the in-game host for the Raptors. So like, you know, she'd be on the Jumbotron or whatever. And there I am sitting like this, <laughs> trying to get a video of her on the video board. And I know. And then I would, <laughs> I, I followed her on, you know, uh, Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And I would like sporadically send her a message or like, you know, comment on some of her posts. And she would usually respond like she'd be nice about it. Like she'd say, you know, or thanks or no thanks or smiley face or whatever. And then, yeah, that went on for about five years. Five years. <laughs> yeah. You are Actually, dedicated. I am dedicated. I've been told that before about this story. And so um, cue the pandemic and the Raptors went to Orlando. So she didn't really have lots of work to do. And she took a hiatus from Instagram and then she came back on and I used, I think the smoothest lineup ever used. Um, and she was like, so she came back on Instagram and she said, guys, I'm a little nervous. Like it's been six months. I'm back on Instagram. I'm a little nervous. And I said, are you first date nervous? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Hook, line and sinker. And so yeah, she said, uh, I forget what she said from there. But anyways, we set up, like we went back and forth a few times. And then you know, I did the old like, I don't know if we should keep messaging on Instagram. Like, here's my number. And like two hours later, she messaged me on like over text message. And that was like, that was like, I fainted. That was it. You had it. That was it. You did that it. Was it. And then yeah. And then we went from there, like we kept kind of talking over text message for a couple of days, couple of weeks. Then we met up and um, yeah, here we are. What was your first date? We went for a walk in a... Actually, and it was like when we weren't supposed to be going anywhere. Like I wasn't supposed to go to Toronto, let alone leave Belleville. And Toronto was like a no-go zone. Mm -hmm. And so we went to a conservation area just outside of Toronto, like kind of near Etobicoke. And we kind of walked, it had like some, it's like the Frank Center it has like some boardwalks and like that kind of stuff. And we, yeah, we walked around there for a bit and went back to her place and ordered pizza and had some wine, probably too much wine. Cause I stayed the night. Oh, scandalous. <laughs> I love it. Telling all the secrets. Well, also I'm like, if you drove that far, stay the night, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Anyway. That's a big deal. That's staying so the night. Guys, I slept on the couch. Sure. I did. <laughs> Did, did you really? Yes. True wow. gentleman. Yeah. Honestly. That's she's nice. She's pretty great. Yeah, she's I only know her via social media, but she seems just lovely. Yeah, she's exactly like she comes across on social media too. Like, you know, sometimes people seem so different or you meet them in person and you're like, really? That's you know, she's yeah. not like that. So she's you can also tell, like, she's very genuine. I feel like she's also raw dogging happiness. She's been raw dogging happiness for years. She works so hard on herself. I've never seen somebody like journal, uh, like manifest. She reads till the cows come home. Like she is like, she is the epitome of like self, like you the way you take care of yourself. Like that is how you do it. I feel like I should take I notes totally from agree her. With that. Yeah. It's really cool. I need her to like life coach me. Same. <laughs> you same. aren't you in you the same house as her? A lot oh, since thanks. you've met her. Thank you. 
Like, I can tell the difference, like, before you met her and, yeah. like, doing, like, cold pizza Thursday, like, office hangouts. Yes. And, like, between that and the man you are now, it's completely different. Thank like, you. Like, for the better. I feel Thank like you're you. an yeah. adult now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. An yeah. adult at 31. It, it took a, it took a little while, but it came. Yeah. I, I would agree, Kay. Like, I, I mean... I think I, I think we we've all been through this stage, but I think I was stuck in that stage for a bit where you you want, you know, life to happen so fast. Like you want mm-hmm. to be in a long term relationship. You want to have someone that you're going to spend your life with. You want to start, you know, getting closer to having a family. Like, and I wanted that almost too much, you know. Yeah. And so sometimes when you're like that, it doesn't really happen that way. How long did yeah, you guys well, date I- before you got engaged? We were a year and a half. So we started dating in June of 20. Oh, man. 2020. Yeah, 2020. And then um, I proposed uh, shortly after Christmas of 2021. Can you tell us the proposal story? Because it looked really cute. Yeah. Um, So after that Toronto date... Uh, the next weekend we went up to my cottage for like a little getaway and I was sorely mistaken. Like she, I was like convinced that she was like a big city girl, you know, doesn't like country music, doesn't like that stuff, but it was quite the opposite. Like where she was like small town girl at heart, loved to escape, loved the quiet. So I thought the, the cottage was perfect. And so we went there for our first like getaway weekend and she like immediately loved it. She felt like she had been there before. And so um, we came home for Christmas. Uh, our first year in BC, we came home from for Christmas, and I was like planning to, um, I was like planning the ring process from BC over email with this guy, which I don't, I, I didn't know uh, engagement rings had so much detail. Yeah, crazy it's a process. It's insane. Like the the letters and the kind and the cut and like. You know, it's just, it was wild. So I finally found what she liked. Well, I, what I thought she liked. And we went to the cottage after Christmas at my mother's house. And um, the plan was to meet my sister and Andrew up there for a couple of days. And Andrew and Katie were already up there. Like air quotes already up there. <laughs> and so they actually were, but um, they weren't going to stay. So they had set the plates up with like candles and like some like, you know, TV tables that were out on the deck and the, the deck was like covered in snow. And so there was like candles up the stairs and um, Katie had left like a champagne bottle and all this kind of stuff on ice. And so when, when I got, there's like a turnoff when you get close to the cottage road that you know you're close. And we normally like update whoever is at the cottage to be like, hey, we just turned off the dirt road. You know, we're going to be there soon. So I called Katie and I was like, hey, we just turned off the dirt road. Like, do you need anything? And Katie's like, I'm actually, we're actually at the grocery store. Do you guys need anything? So that was like our code to be like, we're close. You better leave. And so she left. And um, I think Kat knew it was coming. She's, she's pretty like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? She's pretty... Like intuitive. intuitive. Yes, intuitive. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. She knew it was coming. That's really freaking cute. Yeah. And I had it in my, like my jacket the entire time too. Like I didn't want to leave it in my bag. Like I wanted it close, you know, like you just like, and she could tell you, she's like, like you were after the fact, she was like, you were acting so different. I was like, really? I was trying so hard to be normal. 
And apparently I wasn't. So I feel like Anyways. that's a story I hear from a lot of people who've gotten engaged that the person who's doing the proposing is weird yes. or does something weird or like can't keep it. Can't keep it normal. Like there's no chill. No, I don't think I'd be chill. I also can't keep a secret. I'd get the ring. And I'd be like, guess what? I'm going to marry you. <laughs> I'd be like showing people rings. Like I'd show the person the ring beforehand and be like, this is here. What about this one? Yeah. Yeah. And I would I just mean, get too excited about it. And I had no idea. Like she, she sent me, you know, things of like styles of rings that she liked. And so I found a guy that she had designed a piece like for herself uh, previously, like a couple of years ago. And I just reached out and said, Hey, like, you know, this is what I'm looking for. Yada, yada, yada. I took, so I ordered a ring sizer on, on Amazon <laughs> and I took one of her rings that I knew she wore on her right ring finger. And I went down to our parking garage and I like tried it on this ring sizer. Cause I had no clue what size. And I wasn't going to be like, Hey babe, what size of ring are you? And specifically on your ring finger, you know? And so I yeah. sent him a picture of the ring sizer with that ring on it. And then I like the cheap. Can I swear? Yeah. The cheap motherfucker that I am. <laughs> I sent the ring sizer back. I love that. <laughs> and I got my 10 bucks like, I mean, back. Realistically, you're not going to use it again. No. And it was too big. Like it was a tiny, tiny bit too big. So she's, I mean, it doesn't like slip off, but it's not perfect. You can get it resized though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's stealthy. I, in my mind, I was like, oh, he measured her finger while she was sleeping. But that'd be weird, (laughs) I guess. Well, I mean, you could, I wouldn't put that past me considering I was stalking her for five years. So you were were gently watching her on Instagram. I feel like everyone stalks everyone. And then you just slid in her, her DMs like, yeah, that's what you have to do in this day and age, I think. And unless you meet on Tinder, Bumble, or Grinder, her. Yeah, I don't. I've never really, and everybody goes, "Yeah, right." Like I've never really been on those apps. I think the only time I've been on Bumble is like when I'm away from what was Belleville. Like I, whenever I'd go on vacation, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna download Bumble," right? Because well, otherwise, you know everyone. Right, I know. That's the other thing too. So. um but, but her brother lives in Milford, lives in the county. So she would often like be in the county. Like she'd post a story, you know, from Sandbanks or whatever. And I'd be like, yo, you're close. Let's get drinks, you know, randomly. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. Um, Kay, do you want to? Oh, I guess. I'm trying to unlock my phone to get some, another question. What's your favorite part of BC? Well, living in BC. Um, it would hands down be the mountains like oh. we're two we're an hour and 40 minutes from whistler oh wow like yeah and so like we spent a lot of time on the mountain last year in whistler because like we leave at 6 a.m you get to whistler by you know depending on traffic like 8 39 and then you get changed in a parking garage <laughs> and you do your thing for a couple hours and then you then you head home like it's like a day trip to whistler which isn't too much like my cottage from Belleville isn't too much farther from where we are now to Whistler. Like and a day trip up and back to Whistler is so easy. And I would never have done that to my cottage. Yeah. I don't know. There's just, it's maybe it's, it's the fact that it's, yeah, it's different. I mean, and then the drive up sea to sky is so, it's so stunning. Like there's just endless, endless activities like hikes, trails, 
we've done like 1% of BC. That's crazy because you guys do stuff all the time. <laughs> I know. I know. We haven't done the Okanagan yet. We've never been into the interior, which is like heavy wine country. Um, we've done the island twice, Tofino once, Victoria once. Like we've done a handful of things, but like people's like, you guys, do, you guys do things all the time. It's like we've done nothing in comparison. How long have you been there now? A year? Over a year? Yeah, it's a year and a half. Yeah. Next April, next April will be two years, which is crazy. Crazy. What? I know. Was it a yeah. big it did not feel that long? Was it a big adjustment leaving Quinty or do you feel like it was time? Um, I I was ready, yeah. I mean, I, I always knew that I wouldn't stay in Belleville. I think it was just just a matter of time until where and when felt mm-hmm. right. And, you know, like I, I, I lived in Toronto for a year. I worked at Sportsnet, but I was never settled. Like I was like couch surfing a little bit, you know, and I just, it left a bad taste in my mouth. And I wanted, I wanted out so bad. So I went back home, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have made this move without her, you know, it made it so much, so much easier, but the difference is like, it's so American out here. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they call it the freeway. Like little things like that. That yeah, I know. Do they call it soda like instead of pop? Say that again. Do they call it soda instead of pop? No, no, oh, that's no. It's good. still it's still that'd be pop. hard. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just even the look of things, like like architecture, the buildings. It's just I don't know. It's 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 so close, right? There's like we have like five borders to the U.S. within like 45 minutes of each other. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like Belleville County is, is like where we're like Langley, USA. Yeah. It's not, it's not oh, far. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's super easy. Hey, you okay, have to so ask questions. Besides your family, what do you miss most about the Bay of Quinney? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I, it's always home. So like, I'll, I'll miss that. You know, I, I miss being able to just like pull up to the golf course, you know, and see all the guys we know you know, and just like get out, sneak out for nine holes. Like you can't do that out here. Like we're treated so well, like at some of the golf courses back home. And it's just that small town thing, right? Like, you know, everybody, Mm -hmm. like, you know, you, you walk into Chilangos and, you know, and everybody knows the the owners of Chile. It's just like, that's that, that, that uh, connection to, to everybody, you know, I miss a little bit. Like, don't get me wrong. I like that. I don't know anyone out here. I love that. I can like talk on the radio and talk about my life and have nobody knowing that nobody's judging, right? Or nobody yeah. knows anything. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't talk about any like dating, like gossipy stuff back home, but I can do that here, at, you know, all the time. But it's, yeah. the, it's the connection to like everybody you see, you know, walking downtown Belleville or like at the mall or, you know, whatever the case may be. Like you just, you always know somebody. Yeah, I do like that. Actually, I don't yeah. know that many people because I didn't go to any, like the traditional high school. So I never knew anyone in Belleville. Did you go to Albert? I went to Albert and that was the thing about Albert is like you don't meet any. Yeah. Anyone. So I didn't start meeting people until I was went to Loyalist for a semester. Hmm. So I still feel like an out of towner. And you didn't even like even if you like did you play sports? Yeah, but at Albert. Yeah. So you didn't even play like against Moira or no, or we, we got sent, we would play like Toronto teams. So we, yeah. like, I never, so maybe that's why for me, it's not like, I get it from that larger point of view. Cause you know, everyone and everyone knows your business in a small town. Like that's yes. the vibe. Yeah. But I, me, people are like, who are you? And I'm like, ha 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 ha. 
you'll never know. <laughs> yeah. And I like that about being out here. Um, but like, you know, it's events like porch fest. Mm-hmm. It's like those small oh, events that were, you know, like, and every year I'm, I just happen to be away from home when porch fest has been on. So I haven't actually done it, but I'm so jealous when it happens. Cause it looks so fun. Yeah. It's a cool event. There are really cool events in Quinty. They, yes, they do it big or that. Yeah. Is that what the kids say? I don't know. It's lit. It's lit. There it is. Okay. You have a, like a teenager, you know, you should know these things. I I should, but I'm not that cool. Okay. Her first, her first day of school picture this year blew my mind. She's a little adult. It's terrifying. She doesn't, you know, she's not the little, you know, the little girl that would run around the office with the big ears anymore. Yeah, I know. You know, she's, she's like beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. I made her. You did. <laughs> you did. You made her. Uh, what's yeah, your? No, she's oh, sorry. Special. No. Um, she's special. <laughs> Chris, what's your favorite childhood memory? Holy. I think having Nanny and Papa across the street was just the best. Did you live across um, from your grandparents? Yeah. Like, and it was like straight up. Everybody loves Raymond. Like both <laughs> doors were wide open, you know, like we'd be at their house all the time. They'd be at our house all the time, you know, like, and it was, it was, I mean, we're, we're the type of family that like, we just know everybody's business. We tell everybody everything, um, you know, so it was great to have them so close. But when you got that, when we got to high school, like it started to become a little like, God, I really wish they weren't that close because <laughs> there was one time where we, where we had people over when mom and dad were gone and we weren't supposed to. And of course, Nanny ratted us out. <gasps> she snitched. She snitched. She didn't but have your back. I know. So, um, I mean, when we were younger, it was the best. Like Thanksgivings, Easter's, Christmases, like all of our cousins would come to our street, you know, and, and cousins were all, we were all kind of similar age. We'd run between houses, like Easter egg uh, hunts in both backyards like Thanksgiving would have two turkeys, like one in our oven, one in Nanny and Papa's <laughs> oven. Um, like when I was really young, like Papa and I would play road hockey. I mean, it was the best. Is your... I remember this one year because I we used to I used to live on like the corner yes. of the cul-de-sac. So I remember this one year. I think it was Canada Day, and there was like fireworks. Yeah, in like the cul-de-sac area. And yeah, I was like... we did that forever too. Yeah, May two four Canada Day. Is Victoria Day May 2-4? No, that's in... No, that's different, I think. that Labor August? Day? Labor Day is in September. Oh. I think Anyways, Victoria Day is in August. There may have been another occasion for fireworks, but definitely Canada Day. Is yeah. your whole little, family from Quinty? Is my whole family from Quinty? Yeah, like your extended family? Yes. Yes. Okay. So like really everyone would just like come out to these gatherings. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I think, uh, nanny and my, my, my mom's parents, uh, weren't from Belleville, but they eventually got to Belleville. Like I think nanny was Kingston, Toronto, and then Kingston. Papa was Brandon, Manitoba. And then he went to Queens and then they settled in Belleville. But my dad's parents were always in Belleville and they were like, from cool 100 to uh like west city honda away oh <laughs> yeah so like we had both grandparents within like a kilometer that's like so cool 
Yeah, we're pretty. Lucky. Oh, I'm recording a podcast. Is that Ferg? Paul Martin. Oh, he looked very Paul confused Martin. while I was in here. What's Paul Martin saying these days? Pretty much like the same. I feel like as before. I don't know. Seems similar. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's not much different. <laughs> no. He likes to wear um the rainbow hat around the office yes, to remind he, us that he likes the gays. He posted something. Yes. Yeah, I mean, who who doesn't like the gays? He posted something last week about the 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 hat. Yeah, I think he did. He was wearing the hat. He wore. It. He was like still supporting the gays. I was like, cool. He's not running, is he? For, count, for no, council? No, no. Okay. That's been fun. That's though. a shit show, though. Oh, no kidding. Something. Is it fun so, to like watch? Like, are you still on the Belleville Neighbors page? Like, do you kind of watch from the outside and giggle? I wouldn't say I'm on the like the like the Facebook pages or anything, but I'll check out IQ, you know, like once a week just to see what's going on. Um, and like, I, I mean, I'll get gossip from from mom or from friends or whatever. Yeah. Kay and I gossip all the time too. Yeah. Kay, I totally Kay text them all the time. I'm like, guess what just guess happened? What? Yeah. Kay will send me the dirt. I feel like yeah. That. Apparently I'm not even on the voter list. Yeah. Did you figure that out? I have to go to city hall like physically to sign up to vote. Did you change your address because, or something? No, they don't even have me registered under my name at all. Like I don't exist. Oh. Even though I voted in two previous municipal elections. Ours is done. Ours happened on Saturday. Oh. So I saw that BC elected their first trans man in yes. like to wow. council or school board trustee. Yes. And it's like the first openly trans person in Canada to be yeah. elected to any sort of government. I can't remember which city, though. I want to say Chilliwack or Coquitlam. Yeah, yeah. One of the C's. Um, yeah, it's a C. But there, was, but there was a whole bunch of like Vancouver got a new mayor. Surrey got a new mayor. Um, Kelowna got a new mayor. Like everybody want to change. That's cool. Yeah, which is cool. So. I like that. Yeah. Same. Uh, I, like I, did, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know any, like it that. was difficult, right? Cause I don't know. We don't know anybody yet. We don't know who these, who these city councilors are. We don't know who these mayors are. So we had to like kind of dig deep for some research, which was, you know, it just felt different. Yeah. So there's a girl I follow on Twitter and what she's been doing is because like, if you look on like these election websites, like they all kind of say the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of just like fancy words for things, but it's yeah. like, okay, like you can say that, but then you can be endorsed by somebody who I know I fundamentally don't agree with. Right. So, what this girl on Twitter has been doing is she's been asking the candidates who they voted for in the previous provincial election just to kind of see where they sit. And she's like, based on like, you know, people. Like, we'll sometimes just be like, no, I'm not answering that question. It's private. And she's like, okay, well, obviously, you just don't want me to know who you voted for. So I know who you voted for, and I'm not voting for you. But yeah, it's just like, it's kind of like an easy way to kind of figure out who's where on yeah. the spectrum yeah. of. Where is she politics. out of? She's on Twitter. Yeah. It's, oh, where's uh, she, she from? I'll. I'll link the the threat or I'll send you guys the threat or whatever, but yeah. it's really interesting. And she got like some really weird responses from some of the, like the council candidates about like one lady voted for Todd because he helped her get a squirrel out of her backyard. <laughs> like the <laughs> Todd Smith? shit. Yeah. Nice. But Way to go, Smitty. What an interesting. Yeah. It was a really strange thread. Someone. So I was like, yeah, I'll send it to you guys. 
Have you seen that video that's going around? I think I saw it on Dean Blundell's page. It was like a city councilor in London, Ontario. And she like, he like went to the door and the homeowner opened <gasps> the door a little bit. And she's like, are you the city councilor? Like, are you the guy, the unvax guy? Are you the anti-vax guy? And he goes, well, and she goes, get fucked. And yeah, slammed the door. I and saw that. Goes, it was so funny. <laughs> I was like, we need more of I that energy. That. Hmm. Okay. No, I, it's just, well, we still have those protesters outside the Canadian Tire. And every time I drive by, I flip them off. Still? Oh, yeah. Yeah, still. I'm like, what are you protesting against? I, I mean, I like, saw I saw a pickup truck the other day, or it was at least a line of pickup trucks, of course. And and, and like, and now every time I see a Canadian flag a anywhere, like on a yeah. vehicle, upside down or not, that's what I think of. And I hate that that's what it's associated yeah. with now. Yeah, yeah, that really bugs me. Yeah. It's like, I love my country. And it's like, yes, I know that Canada has a problematic history, but it's like, we have the opportunity right now as young people to really like change that, you know, to do right by what we've done wrong and like actually live up to this whole like friendly Canadian thing. But when you have douchebags, like fucking convoy dickheads, it's like, okay, like, yeah, okay, we haven't changed. Like, you guys are still, you know, holding us back. I just don't, I just don't understand. Like, what are we still protesting? Like, you're still angry about the fact that you couldn't go to a restaurant for four months? Like, get over it. Yeah, I don't know. There's still, yeah, no, it, it's a still whole angry. right now. It's like, there's like the Queen of Canada. Have you heard about this lady? <gasps> I love no. the Queen of Canada. She's great. Okay, tell she, us about the Queen okay, of so Canada. She's like a hardcore, like, conspiracy theorist. She drives around in like a, like one of those big tour buses all around the country um, they went to Peterborough to go arrest the police. What? And uh, she's they a, it's parked a cult. outside the police station. And it's like she's a cult leader. Like people worship her. And as, people like, give up their possessions and like have to give her money. Yeah. Like she encourages people to stop paying their bills, like stopping their mortgages. And like people are like losing their homes and getting cut off from everything. And she's like, just worship me. Just give me your money. The world is so fucked up. It's something. It's so fucked up. And it just like, Kat says this, Kat says like all this stuff is coming out right now. Like, because it needs to like all of this stuff, like every, don't you feel like everything has been coming to the surface? Yeah. 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 It's been bubbling up. It's like, there's one really bad thing that happens. And then it's like, okay, now we know that happens and we're mad about it. And then it's like, okay, it's happening here and here and here and here and here. And it's like, before it was like, we kind of just like, it's like, oh yeah, we know it's happening and we don't say anything, but now it's like, there's a comfort level in knowing that like certain things are just like not okay anymore. Totally. Yeah, I agree. Like I literally just called out somebody this morning for being a fucking douchebag on Twitter. I love that you did that. And I love that you I got w- blocked because I think that means you're thriving. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that the, okay. So for context, um, there's this guy on Twitter and he made a joke about the Jacob Holgard being sentenced to like jail for sexual assault. And then he was like, and add a year for making the band, like creating the band Headley. And I'm like, like, I get the joke. I just That's never think that using like sexual assault as a base of a joke is funny. Like, I just, I don't know. There's so many other things you could say about him to make a joke. But, like... I mean, I didn't think five like years are, was enough. No. It's not enough. And that's, like, it, yeah, like, there's so much to it. And it's, like, 
for the girls who went through that, like as minors, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so fucked up. And I Didn't just. Didn't they come to Belleville? Hadley. Oh, they've. I think yeah, so. Yeah, they've been everywhere. When before it was Rockfest, it was like, uh, not Waterfront, but there was another one, wasn't there? Um, Big Music Fest or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. It, it, was, it was also at Zwix. Yes, I totally remember what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. it, was, it was when I was in high school and they would do that. Yes. It was big at, it was Zwix and they'd shut down like both sides of Zwix. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. before Rockfest. I feel like Headley, they, I think Headley was the first year. Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, um, what's it like? Hidden memories. And I know a girl that hooked up with their drummer. <laughs> I'll give her that. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I don't think it was anything bad. Maybe. I don't no, know. Maybe we don't know. I, I mean, honestly, like so many bands in that era were super, were, were like that. Mm. Like, it's just. Just problematic. It was. So, like, in Timmins, like, there's not a lot of shows. So when you go to shows, there's a lot of problematic things that happen. Shocking. Yeah. So it's like, I don't necessarily understand, like, I can't, like, necessarily relate to, like, what happened with Headley, but, like, I know what happens. And it's like, when you hear stuff like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, that checks out. Like, yeah, I'm not surprised. It's the same with the hockey, like, the hockey culture, right? yeah that is infuriating right now um and and i see red like anytime i see anything like negative about a hockey player like i i instantly take the like they are guilty side because i was treated like shit when i was younger from hockey players that 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 were the same age like may have you know may not have been the same high school but the same age and so Mm. you know like i was just I yeah I don't know I always see red with it and I always take the the guilty side first without probably reading more into it but it, like that's just the culture that that sport has created. Yeah, like there's the guy in I think Florida who was suspended after a bunch of Twitter like this Twitter user came after him being like this is what happened with this player and he was suspended with pay and then because the the NHL with pay. investigated. Yeah, with pay. What's the point? They investigated. That's not even a true for, suspension. I think like 36 hours they looked into it and then they reinstated him. 36 so full hours. Again. Yeah, something. it was something like completely unacceptable. And I'm like, you can't just like DM somebody on Twitter and expect that to be like enough investigation. Like not, especially with stuff like that. Like I would just make a fake Facebook account or Twitter account post it and then maybe not log into it again yeah and i think i also feel this way about that culture too is not only was i treated like shit when i was younger but when i worked for the bulls and i did like their marketing i was around the players a lot like i was on the bus i was in the room Mm -hmm. like talking to the guys after games and stuff like i saw some shit on their phones that is not cool yeah like you know, and, and because I've seen it, like, I just know that it happens and I know that it hasn't slowed down. Yeah. No, I grew up in a very hockey focused town. Like, I yeah. think that Timmins and Belleville have a lot of yes. similarities. Um, and when you grow up around those dudes, they are mm-hmm. the cool kids in school and you see mm-hmm. how they act. I'm just kind of like, 
I'm not surprised at all because that's just what I kind of expect. Really unfortunate. And I really hope that, you know, Hockey Canada, the NHL, all these organizations and brands like hold them accountable. Like Hockey Canada is hanging on by a threat. I mean, they don't have like all of their sponsors. I mean, like all the big ones, like TELUS, you know, all those big names. But I think they're all gone. And they fired the whole board last week. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm glad is that these brands aren't canceling their funding for the women's hockey teams. Mm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So they've kept the, because they're like, it's not the women's hockey team's fault, but the men have, you know, been, you know, fucking around. But yeah, so a lot of brands have kept their, like, I know that Canadian Tire and Scotiabank, they've kept their funding to Hockey Canada for the Canadian girls teams. That's cool. I think. That's really cool. Yes. I follow this, like, um, this company called The Gist. Oh, yeah. It's I all, like, them. like, it's female sports news. Mm. And they do a really good job of covering, like, everything. But, like, their main focus is around, like, female professional sports. And, like, just, like, the way it's kind of, like, booming. Like, they're adding um, female basketball teams to the NBA game. Or, like, like NBA whatever yeah. on yeah. the... Yeah, they need a cool. women's like basketball that. team in, in Toronto, uh, like a WNBA yeah. team. And I don't think it's far off, truthfully. No, they said that they were expanding within the next two years and everyone's saying Toronto. Yeah, I think that's like, an obvious yes. destination for them, especially with. I mean, I think if they were to do that, I think there's no question like Drake would would be support of some sort. I sincerely you know, hope he ownership would. or whatever. I think I, I, he said that before too, right? He's been an advocate of let's get the WNBA to Toronto. I think that would be, really, be really cool. cool. And I think it would be, I think, you know, adding Toronto to like a WNBA lineup would really start opening things up for yeah. like women's basketball. Well, all the women have been winning everything lately. Yeah. The soccer team, the hockey mm-hmm. team, like it's all the women's teams that are, that are, that They're are winning crushing gold. Winning it. Right. Yeah. So on basketball, um, where did your love of basketball come from? We love a segue. Good a segue. segue. We love a segue. Um, I don't know. We were never a hockey family growing up. I just, yeah, like both my parents played basketball. My cousins played basketball. Like my uncle was a like a university basketball player. Like we all just, it was just kind of like, I wouldn't say my my parents like forced me to. Like, I mean, I played ball hockey like house league or whatever but yeah i don't know it was just we've always been a basketball family did you play spirit um, yeah oh yeah oh yeah. yeah okay yeah i would uh, grade six seven i think is when we started that's why i went to nicholson too like because all the guys i played spirits with you know went to nicholson oh really um, yeah most of the guys that that i am still best friends with now were the guys we played spirits with um, like Eric went, Eric was Queenie. He went to Nicholson, which probably should have been Moira because it was in the public school system. Harry J definitely should have been Moira. And I went to Nicholson. Like we all went to Nicholson. So Nicholson had a good basketball team or has a good basketball team. Are they like known for basketball? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know what, I mean, they, they are still pretty decent. I mean, when I coached St. Teresa, they beat us in the final. They've got some good. They've got some good kids. I don't, I think they would probably be done by now because that was three years ago. Um, but when I was there, um, yeah, they were. We were incredible. Like grade uh, grade eleven for me was the third year in a row that the senior boys won OFSA. 
Oh, wow. I didn't play a single second. Nice. Yeah. Um, Have that bench but, warm. Yeah, baby. But, uh, <laughs> but that was the third year in a row that that group of like, um, you know, guys from grade 11, 12, and then the, the repeat year, they won offset three years, double A offset three years in a row. And then I think the year before they actually, I think it was like fourth, first, first, first. Um, yeah. So they definitely had some, some solid years. That's really cool. Yeah. Can you tell us about the CEBT? CBL? CBL. Yes. Yeah, the L. There you go. Canadian, Canadian Elite Basketball Elite League. Basketball League. Yeah. I, I, that league is the real deal, man. Like, um, they're, they've expanded a few more teams this year, too. Calgary just got a team. They just launched the logo yesterday, which is super sleek. Um, and we rebrand, we rebranded, um, as Vancouver now. So we're not Fraser Valley anymore, which kind of gives it a little bit more, oomph, you know, to the name. Um, but it's, it's pretty cool. It's like all guys who, uh, it's a summer league. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the guys that play, um, in the development league, the NBA development league, you know, which would be like the farm team essentially of the Raptors or whatever team they would have their, you know, fall, winter, spring season, and then they have the summers off. So they keep their legs and they keep their, you know, their conditioning up with, with the CBL team. Um, and then there's some guys that come from overseas, which is really cool. Like it's good basketball. And that's um, cool. I had no idea yeah. what this was. Yeah. There's a, there's teams from uh, Newfoundland, Montreal, uh, Guelph just moved to Calgary. Um, but Ottawa has a team. Hamilton has a team. Um, we have a team out here. Edmonton has a team. Like it's really cool, and it's really good basketball. That's really cool. How I didn't did know you? it was like that big. Yeah, I thought it was just like a West Coast. Yeah, thing. so did I. Yeah, and how about this for a full story moment? Now I get to do in-game hosting with the lady that I was so obsessed with. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. You're like, is that what you are? You're you're an in-game host. That's your title. Yeah. Like she did the same thing. Like she's doing the same thing with the bandits that she did with the Raptors. Um, so yeah, I, we're, we're, we're fiance and fiance. Is that what you call it? We're engaged, engaged, engaged. but we're uh, co-hosts as well, which is so cool. That's so I love cool. a good power couple. Yeah. yeah. I love a power couple moment. Yeah. We're getting there. Driving. You're there. You're yeah. I'm you pretty sure you're there. there. Yeah, you're there. Yeah. You have like, well, she, the Hallmark she, movie moment, the basketball moment, the stalker moment. She's way, she's way more. I mean, she's, she's a way bigger deal than I am. She's like, I don't know her. Like I've never like met her in person, but like I've met her on zoom <laughs> and like I've chatted with her very briefly on Instagram. And she just seems like a very lovely lady. You met her on zoom. Yeah. When I was helping you fix something on premiere. Oh yes. I do remember that. <laughs> Yes, I remember that. Yeah, she's, I mean, and everybody knows her too. Like, she's so well connected um, with her Adidas stuff, like the Raptors. She's been able to jump on with the Canucks out here, which is really, really oh, cool. That's so cool. Um, yeah. So, you know, she's, uh, for lack of a better term, landed on her feet with the transition out here because, I mean, that's scary. Like, you leave uh, like a very cushy job with the Raptors, you know, for 10, 15 years. Granted, they were in Orlando because of the pandemic, but like she took a leap and it was Mm -hmm. really, really brave of her. And so, um, yeah, for her to land on her feet and be able to like, you know, be still so connected with everybody in Vancouver 
you know, that far from Toronto. And it's, you know, like, and I get to go to Canucks games now with Jess, like my co-host, and we just sit there and we, we gawk over cat on the jumbotron together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. That's so nice. A full circle moment. We love mm. it. I love a full circle moment. I'm still waiting for that in my life. I'll get there. Uh, you're inspiring me, Chris, so that I'll find this full circle moment. Are, are you engaged, Katie? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, you guys are dating. You have a girlfriend, though, no? Yeah, I've, Jeanette and I, our four years is in March. Okay. And why do you laugh like that? Are you, who, I, Who's going to propose first, you or her? She doesn't want to get married. The fact that oh. The fact that I locked her down is like, she was a free bird. Yeah. She had a five-year plan to date no one, and I broke her five-year plan. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. She was like nine months off from the five years and then she met me and I was like, sup? Oh, that means she thinks you're special. That's were you not like, annoying her. Were you were you into that like uh, forgive me, this is gonna sound so dumb. Were you into the farming Scissoring. animal stuff like prior to meeting her? Yeah. Or did she oh you were okay. Yeah, I was farming. I farmed in the summers um during university. And then I was on Tinder swiping away and we swiped and we didn't talk right away. And then she read my bio because it said I was a farmer and she was like, she debates that this is the line she used, but I can tell you, she said, cool, you farm. That's what she started the conversation with. (laughs) And then I read her bio and it was like taking over my family farm, which is no longer a thing. Long story. But uh, yeah, no, she farmed and. I jumped in there and neither of us were looking for like a relationship. We just wanted to like hit it and quit it. And, but then, you know, lesbian. And she just happened to be close to Belleville. Like she was in Peterborough. So yeah, it was like an hour. There's like a lot of lesbians in Peterborough. Belleville was lacking. And, but like on Tinder, all the girls would be like from Peterborough. Interesting. So I knew, I knew I would have to travel for love. Right. And I did for it love. for love. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. So I you, never thought it'd be four years later, but. And you moved like she, she moved closer to Belleville. Like where do you, or do you so, still commute? Do you, you don't commute from Peterborough, do you? So we like the week before my brother's wedding, there was like a family blow up and we moved out in an afternoon and I moved oh back God. in with my parents, with my dogs the week of my brother's wedding. So they were home too with their dog and we moved all our stuff out in two hours and now we're getting an apartment in Belleville. What a shit show. Yeah. So like you live the Hallmark dream. I live like, I live like the Halloween horror story dream. (laughs) (laughs) But congrats to Cam. I didn't know Cam was getting married. Yeah. Cam's married. He got married in the county in August. He's like an adult. He has a wife. Wow. I know. So, you know, how old are you? I'm 27. Oh, so you're 90, 95. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I've never felt so old in my life. Yeah. I'm just a baby. Just a baby. People keep yeah. telling me that like, it's okay. I don't have to have my life together yet. So that makes me no, feel No, I was just going to say like, and even if, I mean, even if it doesn't happen when you hit 30, like it'll happen. And, and it took me, it took me. It took me a while to realize that it's going to happen when it happens. Like, it's not like, you know, I had this plan to be like married and kids and, you know, a successful job, house, whatever. Like when I was 30, 
you know, and it just didn't happen that way. You don't need to do that. You can, it can happen whenever, who knows when it's going to happen. Right. Exactly. I feel like this is good because I wanted to ask you, what's the best advice you've ever received? And you just gave me great advice. So yeah, that is, that is the, uh, I got that advice, uh, advice a lot. Um, because like I said earlier, like, you you know, I wanted that almost too much. Mm -hmm. Um, And somebody like, and, and I just heard it over and over again. And it was annoying. Don't get me wrong. I didn't want people to tell me that. Like, it was like, it was like, okay, yes, I get it. You know, you're the fifth person, fifth person that's told me that. Um, but yeah, like everybody's life clock, if you will, like moves at a different pace, you know, and it's, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen, you know, for you. And, and I'm like, cat has opened my eyes to like, the universe and how the universe will, you know, have your back, you know, if you think that way, you know, and if you manifest that kind of stuff. And I mean, I didn't know what manifesting was until I met her. Um, and then I manifested, like I would journal about this job in BC. Like I remember being like in the interview process for this job and I would write about where we were going to live, seeing mountains, skiing at Whistler, you know, having this, this kind of vehicle, whatever the case may be. And about two months into the job out here, um, I was outside on the balcony and writing in my <laughs> journal and flipping back a couple of pages. And I was just like, holy shit, like everything I wrote down about this life and job out here happened. Like I, I kind of like went sentence by sentence and like that happened, that happened, that it was, it was just like, that was the first like manifesting is an actual thing. Maybe I need to start journaling. Kay, should we start journaling? Do you journal? Kay? No, oh, I, okay. I I should. We should. I'm going to get us journals. But I th- I feel like I need to do that whole manifesting thing because I need to believe in myself more. Yeah. And that, I think that would help like to write it down because it's forcing me to think about, you know, my goals and where I want to be and like all the things I want. You should see cats stack of journals like years of journaling it's insane and like uh, i've started to journal a little bit you know and i'll do it every once in a while i don't like sit in bed and do it every night but she journals almost every day and it doesn't have to be a long entry like it can just be about like how she's feeling that morning or whatever you know so i was um, journaling for a bit i was doing this it was like a minute a day journal but it just started being like a depressing handwritten book so I stopped. It would be like, I'm sad. I think I'm depressed. But eventually, I think that changes. Yeah, I should mm-hmm. do it again. Yeah. I'm going to get us journals, okay? You guys can have do a picture it. of me on the front for you. And, you're, and then we'll like motivate each other. Do it. And right, I, I mean... It, it's one of the... Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, like, it, we're probably about to say something very similar. Like, write, you know, start with like, just write three things. Like, what are you happy about today? Or what, what, what good thing happened to you today? Like write two, three things and start there, you know, and then like the next week, maybe write a paragraph about, you know, how you're feeling today or whatever. And then it'll just start to flow from there. And I have this thing where it's, I've been feeling like a lot of guilt around being kind of like going through like a depression mode. Mm. So I'm just kind of like, you know what? No, like I have to like honor my feelings. Like if I'm feeling sad, like that is okay. And it's like, I can, you know, accept that and take that and just be like, okay, like, 
what do I need to do now to like make myself feel a little bit better? And if that means, you know, journaling or listening to music, listening to a podcast, whatever it may be, like it helps me a little bit in that time. And I feel like there's like this whole, I'm going off on a tangent right now, like the whole like toxic positivity thing where it's like the way they get undepressed is to talk about all the good things. It's like, yes, of course. Like I know that I'm very thankful that I have family and my kids and my health and a roof and food, like all these things. Like, yes, I am very like blessed in that sense. It's just like, I'm not trying to say that that's what you were trying to do, but like, I just feel like a lot of people expect it's like, Oh, you're depressed. Oh, well you should just like go for a walk. Everything will be better. Yeah. It's like, that's not how it works. Doesn't work that way. No. I mean, I, I battle it every day still. Like, and I'm, I'm happy to have ever been, but there are days where I'm like, I hate radio. I hate where we are. I don't want to live out here. Like, you know, and then mm-hmm. I'll snap out of it the next day. Like I take daily medication. Um, you know, I talked to a therapist. I've found a therapist out here, thankfully, which has been great, but it, you know, it takes a while to find, you know, your routine or the things that work for you. Um, but yeah, like it doesn't work that way. Like, you you know, no. I'm very good at hiding it. But, you know, even though things are really great for me right now, there are still some really shitty days. And that's cool. That's okay. Yeah. I think sometimes you have I to like sit and... Sorry. Uh, sorry, no, you just have... I've, I've learned that some, I can't try and fight it off. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm sad. There's a reason for it. What is it? And then... You don't have to know. Yeah. You don't have to know. And and I was like that too, Katie, where I was like, why am I feeling this way? Mm-hmm. Why do I, you know, and Cav's like, you don't, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't have to be an answer. Like mm-hmm. write about it or not read, go, you know, do something that makes you feel better. And just like, it'll go away. Like it comes in waves. Yeah. It's like grief too, right? Like with dad, with yeah. my father, like it's, we're coming up on six years. Has it been like, that long? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think this is year five or six. Like anyways. Still, regardless, it's it's longer than you think it is. Um, and it, I mean, that hits you in waves as well. Like it, it's all you just never know when it's going to happen or how long it's going to stick around for. And and it it'll it'll like it'll subside like it always does. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You're very wise for 31. Good job. Uh, well, I'm, I'm thank you. I'm getting there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give a lot. Again, I keep going back to Kat. Like, <laughs> I wasn't like this until I met her. But that, I mean, that just goes to, you know, goes to show when you find the right person for you, like, you know, they teach you just as much as you teach them. I think it also goes to show never be scared to shoot your shot in someone's DMs. That's what we've learned here today. Absolutely. And go to therapy. And go to therapy. Shoot your shot and go to therapy. That's what I'm calling this episode. Shoot your shot. Go to therapy. That's a great. (laughs) That's perfect. Um, What are you dressing up as for Halloween? We were going to, we were going to do the wet bandits. What is that? The what? The wet bandits from uh, home alone. Oh, oh, is that what they're called? In, in, in the first one, there are the wet bandits. Cause remember when they, when they break into someone's house before they leave, they leave the tap on, they leave the sink on. Oh, I forgot that's right? what they were called. I yeah. So that. cute. That's we a were good gonna, one. I don't think we're going to, the, we're going to go to a Halloween party, but the, the person, Jessica's friend has COVID. So we're not wow. going to go anymore, but we, uh, we have family in town right now. Uh, Kat's brother's uh, family is here and they have a five, four-year-old, five-year-old. So we're going to carve pumpkins next week. Oh. Um, 
Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I hope we were planning on doing the web band. She was going to be like, I always get their names mixed up. I think wh- whoever had the iron on the, the tall, like scrawny guy that got hit with the iron. Yeah. Cat, cat was going to be him because she's tall and, you know, and thin. And, uh, I was going to be Marv. The other guy. <laughs> That's with, a good. Yeah. How yeah. Costume. Really cute. Okay. Can Last we rapid year, fire him too? Can we do that today? No, but finish your thoughts. Sorry. No, I was just going to say last year was uh, like, I don't really like Halloween. And the other thing about BC is, sorry, I'm kind of like all over the place. The other thing about BC is they're obsessed with Halloween. It's fucking weird. It's so weird. They, they light, they light off fireworks on Halloween night. Okay. That's different. Weird. It's very different. Yeah. They're obsessed with fireworks. Yeah. So there's fireworks on like every occasion in BC. But last year we were uh, Beth Dutton and I was Rip. <gasps> oh, that's from, a good one. Yeah. yeah. From, Yellowstone. from Yellowstone. Yeah. It was mm. cool. Yeah. That's good. One year, Jeanette and I were um, the the lesbians from Orange is the New Black, is the New Black, which I feel like is a classic lesbian costume. Okay, we're going to rapid fire you, which means we're going to ask you quick questions. Do we have any of them okay. written down? No, we're coming up with these on the spot. Perfect. Favorite on color? Top of my head. Purple. What time do you go to bed? Eight o'clock. I'd love to be in bed at 7.30 every night, but I'm not. What's your favorite movie you've ever seen? Coach Carter. Oh, good one. Sam, Hudson will, make, Sam Hudson will make fun of me because I don't watch movies. <laughs> That's very true. What were you afraid of most as a child? Spiders. I still am. Oh, do you remember that time there was a bat in your house? Yes. And you called me and Ashley? Yes, <laughs> like, I do. Help me. Yes. That's a... Can we pause rapid fire? Yeah. Okay. I lived... So uh, after my mom's, uh, my mom's mother died, Nanny passed away, and um, they, they were uh, moving out of that house, which is across the street. And so... My friend Colin and I um, kind of, were kind of like in no man's land. So we moved into that house, which was kind of cool. Like we had the whole house to ourselves, which was wicked. Um, and one night uh, I woke up to like a death scream. And it was in the middle of the night. It was when I was doing the morning show with McKay. And it was like a couple hours before my alarm. And I remember getting like going to the door and like cracking open the door. There was like a landing at the top of the stairs and Colin is in his boxers with a tennis racket in his hand and the light flicked on. He's like, man, we got a bat. <laughs> the bat like was in Colin's room. And that's why he screamed because it like fluttered in front of his face in pitch black in the middle of the night. No. And yeah. And so uh, he smoked it so hard with that <gasps> tennis racket. And we left and we never slept there again. Like that was your last night there? Yes. Like you never went back. Never went back. Never went back. I I went back to mom's and Colin went back to his parents' place because they live at their cottage in the summertime. So there his his parents' place was empty anyways. Oh, one bat got you out. Wow. Yeah. One bat. I yeah, that's the add that to spiders and bats. No thank you. Yeah. I just remember getting like a call and you were like you need to come here and help me. <laughs> that was the next, it was the next day. Cause we went, we, we went back to get clothes. Cause I, I yeah. mean, like, I was like, we're done, but I need clothes so I can, you know, dress myself every day. And there was another one in the kitchen when we showed up that day. 
there was two? Yes. Yeah. And we, I, we ran out, I ran across the street in the middle of the night with a bed sheet over my head and bought and like in my PJs, like, thank God my mother lived across the street. Okay. Rapid fire. Um, continue. Favorite restaurant in Quinty. Uh, Linguini's. Oh, good one. Um, their, their, their Alfredo chicken is some of the best I've ever had. And do you, and I, I wish Earl and Angelo's was still around like back, but when, when it had its original owners and they had the Earl and the creme brulee cheesecake, damn, that was Oh good. yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember the, yeah, the cheesecake. Okay. Anything I used else? to only go to Earl and Angelo's for a happy hour. <laughs> Shocking. You used we, to? We would go. Yeah. We used to go upstairs. Oh Yeah. Yeah. And we would get wasty pants with like Sean and like Harvey. all the guys from the agency and Harvey. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. still in school. So it was a weird dynamic because <laughs> I was drinking with one of my teachers. I don't know. And Ryan, Ryan Bland, right? He who shall well, not be named. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll edit it out. No, it's don't okay. worry. We're fine. He's apologized. He's apologized. Um, Wiggy, do you have anything yeah. you want to shout out? I know you're on the West Coast, but is there anything you want to shout out for people wow. to look at? I, be- I better say hello. Oh, anything I want to shout out? Yeah, or, or do you want to, to say hi to your mom or your Either sister? Or. Anything. Yeah. The both. Okay. I missed the question, though. What did you actually say? Uh, shout outs. We just do shout outs at the end. So oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Want. Yeah, I'll say hello to my mother um, and Papa Jack as well. I call him, I try to call him once a week. Um, He's 90. 90- He's 95, played golf three days a week this summer. I need the man to say something because I worked at the retirement home he lives at and he is the nicest man in the world. Like, I love this man. He's great. Yeah, Yeah, he is. He's fantastic. And he loves Kat. He calls it like her her real name is Catherine. So he like he's always asking about, you know, how Catherine is and all this stuff. So, yeah. So he's the best. And I that's actually, you know what? I mean, aside from mom and Katie and the twins, like, you know, missing this part of the twin stage in life is like, you know, is not easy, but not having him like across the street or like, you know, at Quinny gardens, 10 minutes away. That's that, that was a, that was a big shift for me. So shout out to Papa Jack. Papa Jack. We love him. We should have him on the pod. We should have him on the pod. <laughs> can we bring him in? We um, can bring him in with Fred. Oh God. No. <laughs> but he's like Fred though. Like, cause Fred's, Fred is super with it still, right? Oh, yeah. 93 yeah. and super with it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Full blown conversation. Like you can talk about it. You can talk about anything with it. Oh, yeah. Know? Like, and same with, same with Fred. Yeah. He's still bringing up stories from like back in the day. I'm like, how do you remember that? Does he know about McKay's tattoo yet? Yeah. He saw it at my brother's wedding and he, and his face just like dropped during the ceremony because she was in front of him in like a backless dress. Not backless, but like you oh. could see it. And his eyes were just like, what? is that and that's when she he first saw it was at my brother's wedding i can't believe it took him that like it's been that long it's been because i got it's been 11 years because i got mine when i was 16 and i think maybe hers is longer but yeah it took that long for him to see it amazing yeah that is incredible and he didn't disown her so we're doing okay (laughs) fantastic i feel like yeah the view on tattoos in the last 11 years has probably changed not for fred well, maybe not. Yeah, not maybe not for that generation. No, they they seem really nice to be stuck to in their ways. 
Yeah, he's nice. Meanwhile, my 93-year-old grandmother is drinking brandy with her coffee. I love Incredible. That's keeping her alive. Yeah, she's killing it. That's wicked. Yeah, she went to coffee club like two days ago. What's coffee club? And she had brandy. Yeah, she goes to coffee club every day with all the other old ladies (gasps) in her building. I want to go to coffee club. Does she get shit-faced or does she just kind of sip on it? I don't really know, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Grandparents, man. The best. Great. Um, Wiggy. Wait, thing. can I give one more shout oh, out? Oh, yeah, of course. Shout out to McKay. Aww. Aww. I miss McKay, man. I do. That's so cute. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to send her Text just her this today. It's club. her birthday. Oh, yeah, it's her birthday. I did. I texted her today. I texted her this morning. And um, it's, uh, on the topic of tattoos, I got one recently out here. And I sent it to her, but she didn't respond. Rude. And I said, yeah. And I, well, it's because I changed my number to 604 oh. area code. And so I texted her this morning. I said, happy birthday. And she goes, is this, is this Wiggy? And I said, yeah. Like who, who else would be randomly sending you a picture of a tattoo? <laughs> like, anyways, I miss McKay. I'm pretty I sure hope. you group texted us saying that you got a new phone number. Yeah, Probably. You did. You texted me and Jen and you were like, this is my new number. It's a pain in the ass when you get a new number. It yeah. really is. It's not great. Not Actually, fun. I've never really had to go through it. I've had the same number for a long time. It, it looks like her and Lewis are having a great time together. And that makes me happy. Oh, yeah. They, they have are. a good time. That's awesome. It's chaotic, but so is this podcast. So just That's, the, it's supposed to be. the energy in the building. I like it. Well, I like it too. Hey, do you have that anything else? That was fun. This is our first Zoom, so we know it's possible now. Incredible. Yeah, I'll, I'll download the episode. Uh, what was the episode's name again? Um, Taking shots. Oh, uh, uh, shoot your shot and go to therapy. And go to therapy. That, that was amazing. amazing. <laughs> Even through Zoom. I love Zoom that we have like a catchphrase. I know. Also, I'm in this room that... I've never been in, in the in the What room are you in? I'm in the in the room that looks into the 95.5 studio. I think it's a news booth. I don't know. Oh yeah, it's definitely a news booth. Yeah. Uh, that was really great. Chris was giving me so many cute, cuddly vibes. Like him and his partner are actually the cutest. I honestly hope that one day I find someone to love me the way that they love each other. I know. Actually, yeah. I think Jeanette may love me like that. I think she does too. But we're yeah, like pretty cute. We're pretty cute. You're pretty cute. But he's cute. He's like killing it. I'm really happy for him. I'm really happy for him too. He's done like the evolution of him from like the day I met him to now is like so it's just nice to see. I hadn't talked to him in like four or five years. So I didn't know what to expect. Well, I just, yeah, I guess I, through COVID, I didn't talk to him. And then he moved and I had worked, I I hadn't worked in the station for so long. So I probably haven't talked to him since I was like 2021. And I was a little shit disturber. Oh, this is what I wanted to talk about. In the beginning of the episode, we asked him, I might edit this out. I don't know yet. Are you raw dogging happiness? And he's like, Have you ever had sex without a condom? And I was like, No, that in fact was a lie. I have had sex without a condom. And I'm airing that right now because condoms, I didn't learn this until first year of university. 
Condoms are for so much more than just not getting pregnant. Yeah. This is what people need to know. STDs, man. No one told me until I was like 19. You look good. No, I have a hair. My hair's wet. I need to brush it. (laughs) But so that was my little uh, corrections corner. So everyone wear condoms. If you, I'm all for sexual exploring. You go find your kink, find your best sexual health, find your best sex life, but use protection. Agreed. Or you will end up with children or or, or chlamydia or gonorrhea. But you can get, I'm pretty sure you can get free condoms and sex, like STI tests at public health. Yes. And I think in schools you can get those. Oh, like the condoms. I don't know, though. Things yeah. might have changed. Things might have changed. I don't know. But that's our um, sex health corner on the pod. I'm hoping I'm going to be back like Monday. Oh, she's glitching. Hey. Oh, no. oh my internet is unstable, much like myself. <laughs> oh, and oh, shout out. Not- I went to, we're going to burp. I went to therapy yesterday. How'd that go? Great. I'm very angry, but we're working on it. I'm going to journal. So small victories, you know. I think and I, need to do that too. I need to go back to therapy. Yes, queen, do it. Because I've been like, the last like two months, I have just been not okay. You so have I think I'm going to go back to therapy. I think that's a good idea. We have benefit and maybe I'll get us some journals. We can journal. I have so many journals. It's stupid. I'll bring I, you a journal. I, I have like eight oh, okay. that are just Perfect. brand new. I want to get like babes of Quinty journals. Let's just say that was amazing at that. Any, any like Halloween's next Monday? Yes, Halloween is next Monday. Are you like handing out candy? No one comes to my parents' house. What? No one comes there. Bullshit. I know because I would. I still have oh. to figure out what I'm going to dress. Lincoln up as oh I call Martin do you know what you should dress him up as the office when Kevin spills the chili like the bucket of chili yeah I don't know also another correction in our very first episode I said my favorite show is Bob's Burgers not true my favorite show is the office I've been watching it since I was 11 and I still rewatch it. So, it's so good. It's it's my feel good show. I do love Bob's Burgers but The Office. Okay, I'm going to let you go cuz you're struggling. I am struggling. Can you send me this audio? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Please feel better. Oh Thank god. You, I will. Do you need anything? I no. I just need a nap. <laughs>